and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, a show where we talk about tabletop games and gaming topics of all kinds. This week, we're talking about fantasy football. I'm one of your hosts, Spencer. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. That's right. You heard Spencer's very enthusiastic reading. This week, we're talking about fantasy football, but with a tabletop game talk twist. Yes, we'll cover the different elements of fantasy football. So if you know nothing about it or have never cared, you may accidentally know more than you want to. But we're going to try and relate it back to tabletop gaming because in the end, it's about getting the most victory points to win. But first, as always, a thank you to our Patreon friends of the show, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sarah Wentworth, The Gifted Games in Grace Lake, Illinois. Huge thanks to all of our other patrons as well. Okay, I need to do the um, weekly Zoom plug and apologize to our current Zoom audience for listening to us set up our podcast for 15 minutes. But normally, we're very, very lively. Uh, this week, we just talked about fantasy football, though. And now we're going to talk more about fantasy football. If you don't want to talk about fantasy football, join our Discord. There's a fantasy football chat channel, but you're not allowed in it if you're not in our league. So you won't have to hear anything about fantasy football. Also, join our BGA group because then you get to play games with us. Oh, and I forgot to announce last week. We have a new tournament. Kitty, do you yes, want to talk about the new tournament? This tournament, pushed heavily by me, is going to be a Next Station London tournament. And we're very excited about it. <laughs> it starts on the 19th, I believe, if I'm checking my numbers right. Um, no, John is nodding. John that. knows. Is John right? <laughs> John, all right. So the 19th. So next Monday. So you have a week to join it. Uh, if you're not part of the BGA group, then go to Discord, ask us, or ping me on uh, BGA, and I can add you to the group. But if you don't have at least a 100 rating in Next Station London, you'll need to get the link. Again, that'll be in the Discord. So, uh, like all of our contests, not contest tournaments, there this one is going to have random prizes. It's a $30 gift card to BGA. If you're already a premium member, then you can get the $30 gift card to anything you want. It's our participation, so it's, you're going to be split into two groups. Uh, group one and group two will both have one drawing. And then the finals, the top four from each group, they will also have a drawing. And you can win in both. So if you win in the in your group and you make it to the finals and you get drawn in the finals, you can win again. So you could win 60 whole dollars. Also, you just get to play Next Station London, uh, which is a great rolling right, flipping right, turn-based point drawing game. I'm making it sound not very exciting, but it really is quite good. I promise. It's really fun. It has been my favorite thing. It is the only thing I'm currently playing in on BGA, but that's because I need to start more games, not not on purpose. <laughs> I expired a lot of my game. Not expired. Well, I, I let. I didn't start new games over the weekend because we had company, and for four days I was playing real games and was almost never in front of my computer. So I uh, sorry for everyone on Sunday when I didn't take a turn for like. 20 hours. I think some people might have thought I was dead. I wasn't. I was <laughs> just playing Too Many Bones, which is a long game and favorite song and a whole bunch of other things. Um, Yeah, so that was my weekend. It was just excessive amounts of gaming. Kitty, how was your weekend? Um, I got old. Oh, yeah. It, so. it was her birthday. That's what, that's what you mean. That. <laughs> One year closer to my inevitable end. Um, But I got a text while I was out for dinner for my birthday from my cousin who's like, I didn't know you were cool. How come I didn't know you have had a board game podcast for the last six years? <laughs> uh, he was hanging out with my dad, who apparently 
was telling him about our podcast and he texted me later. He's like, oh, I was going to start back at the beginning, but it only goes back to like episode 100 and something. I was like, uh, yeah, you should start. And I went through and I looked. And I was like, just start where Fletcher on boards. But honestly, there is no order to these episodes. It's all chaos. Just it's all chaos. <laughs> listen whenever. <laughs> Although you can watch our life progress over the last six years. It's so, true. And they are, I think they are all available on the website. So if you go to the website, you can go directly to them. Just maybe not in the feed. Yeah. But yep. anyway, hi, Josh, if you yeah. ever make it this far. Uh, Josh, join our Discord and join us on BGA. It's fun. And we have Spencer. Spencer, how was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty good. Hung out with Kitty to celebrate her birthday. Um, what else did we do? Watch football. We watched a lot of football. Yeah. 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 The Bears won unexpectedly. So that was pretty exciting. Very happy about that. Yeah, the Packers did not. That, that, we'll get to that in better. a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fletcher's not joining us this week, not because he's not interested in fantasy football. That's but true. maybe also because but he's maybe. not interested um, in fantasy football. A, yeah, he had a last minute think come up, so he's like, I'm not going to make it. Sorry for the late notice, which was one minute after we normally get together. Um, but that's okay. I'm still making him listen to this episode and going to quiz him next week. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Becca's birthday's tomorrow too, so she's her birthday's close to yours. Mm-hmm. So, I apparently have the most common birthday in America. Really? Yeah. Google it. I'm going to. Yep. Hmm. I didn't know there was a most common birthday common in America. Birth. <laughs> you can hear that clicky clacky keyboard. Yeah, I love the clickety clackety keyboard. This, I know. It makes uh, great no, podcast noise. Oh, not no, anymore. September sixteenth. Ah, it moved. It used to be my birthday. Does it vary a lot by country? I don't know. Huh? Maybe mine is the most common birthday. Most common birthday. Period. In Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess it's better September than September 9th. Aha, uh-huh. see, my there birthday is the most common Canadian birthday. Um, apparently, <laughs> it is also that, eh? the most common birthday in the world. Most common uh, worldwide. That just seems odd. If you count back nine months from September, I guess that's right around New it's Year's. New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of bad decisions or just a lot of decisions being made right around that time. Also, um, in the more populated hemisphere of the world, it's very cold for a lot of that time frame. It's a lot of... Yeah. All right. Well, all right. When I search for most popular common birthday in England, it's September 26th. But it's almost always <laughs> September. And in Mexico. Why? Because it's a different weather. September 9th. Yeah. September 9th is the most common birthday in the world, according to my quick Google just now. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to say Tabletop Birthday Talk has taught me something today that I never expected to learn. Egypt. What is the most common birthday? <laughs> In Egypt. I typed it wrong. Thank you very much, (laughs) autocomplete. (laughs) I don't know if Spencer knows how to spell Egypt. I'm just watching him try to type over here. I'm giving you guys one more minute for birthday talk. (laughs) I want to know about Australia because they've got the the flipped hemisphere. I wonder if it's like March there. Because things spin the other way. So it's nine months in the other direction. That's right. That's how that works. (laughs) September 17th. It's always September. Yeah. So strange. But yeah. Now now maybe, you know. Maybe it's a lunar thing. 
Now I want to feel, I, I don't do this, but I'm going to graph it out at some point and see what the, just, yeah. In any case, um, let's talk about fantasy football because I think we have a lot to talk about here. And I want to preface this to all the people who are, if you use the word sports ball to describe, you know, anything that's done outside with balls, um, you are still going to probably find interest in this topic. If you like fantasy football and have played fantasy football, you will find that I probably don't know all that much about it. But um, but we have I, a, we brought in a ringer, Spencer's here. We did. <laughs> yeah. So I think that my goal of this is really just to kind of let people understand why this season you have people talking about fantasy football, and I had the same questions that probably many of our audience have of what is fantasy football like. You're making a team of what and and how do you win and what do you like? There's so many questions I had and then I played it. And the first time I played it, I think uh, Fletcher mentioned this last week. I didn't really do anything and then I lost. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK. And then I ended up playing it again with work friends and with, with people I actually cared to not directly lose in front of. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> let me pay a little bit more attention to it. And there are still elements of fantasy football that I don't understand at all. So I'm going to try to get taught a little bit as well. So let's start out by first thanking Christy for being our commissioner in our fantasy football league, because she inspired this episode and you can blame Christy for all of this. Um, Yay, Christy. Yes. Yeah. Is so, that good on just, the recording to clap like yeah, that? Yeah, you really. Yeah, no, it works. It works one. out great. It works out great. <laughs> all right. You're welcome. <laughs> So if you are unhappy with this episode, um, see Marie, she's in our credits every week. It's her fault. All her fault. Now, that said, let's talk about the basics of fantasy football. Oh, I want to get my word in over here because (laughs) I want to say as much as Christy took the ball and ran with it, I was the one who said I have wanted to be in a fantasy football league. Now, I've been like flirting with this for a couple years now been saying it for a while and spencer we've been married for nine years nine long years (laughs) nine years ago when we got married um probably longer ago than that because you know we we dated for a while before that like five years before that i thought i would never play dungeons and dragons and i thought i would never care about football and here we are all these years later, and I probably consume more RPG media than Spencer does easily. And um, I have been texting him all week about what my fantasy football team is doing. <laughs> so, you know, people change, interests develop over time. And it turns out that um, if you're a big nerd and you hang out with nerdy people who like nerdy things, you'll learn over time that fantasy football actually is not for cool people. So no, it's a pretty nerdy thing. Um, (laughs) It's extremely nerdy. Extremely nerdy. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I mean, it has football, the backdrop, but it's, it's the way I think about it is the football games themselves are just dice. Exactly. I was exactly going to say that it's essentially a random number generator for this game. Kind yeah. of. It's not not a 
It's like weighted well, I mean, dice. I mean, yeah. it's weighted dice. There's statistical probability to it. You know, it's Gloomhaven combat decks where, yes, the deck but can be stacked in your way. Right? But it's still, <laughs> you can miss. In any what? given point, you can roll a one on that D20 and be like, oh, yeah. what happened, Aaron Rodgers? But that, you suck. That's, that's sports gambling in general. Right, so you're just talking there oh. about the uncertainty of sports. So, but yeah. so, so I don't, I don't think that captures everything about what's going on with fantasy football in particular. Well, I also you said the word gambling, and I want everyone to be very clear: gambling is not part of fantasy football. Money mm-hmm. can be involved, but it is a something that people add on to it. It has nothing to do with fantasy football. Like gam- gambling is not a fantasy football thing. Um, I was not clear on that when I before I joined a league that. I just figured everyone that plays fantasy football is like playing Texas Hold'em online or something. There was some kind of all, gambling. All of the it. best leagues have stakes, but the best <laughs> stakes are yes. not money. Yes. Correct. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So, Kitty, you're the newest to the fantasy football family. Um, can you describe... <laughs> fantasy football is family. <laughs> can you describe what a fantasy football team is? A fantasy football team is essentially a number of slots that can be filled with certain positions of um, football players. So typically you have a quarterback, a couple running backs, wide receivers, tight end, kicker, defense, and a flex position. Um, where you can throw in usually another running back or a wide receiver, depending on wh- how your team is laid out. I suppose you could put a tight end in there, but um, they don't seem to score as many points. <laughs> but basically, it is like your character sheet, where you are filling in these positions with real people instead of their their you know just things you roll up. So you are you're taking a real life player. You are drafting them. So draft mechanic, anyone who's played a game with a draft knows we'll get, how it works. Yeah, we're going to talk about the draft in a minute. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll get more yeah. specific later. But you are drafting players who play on different teams to fill the positions on your team. And you get a few extra people to put on your bench. And uh, yeah, you're just trying to guess which human football players are going to score lots of points to make a team of various people unrelated in the league. They are unique to your team, and they're going to score you points. Yeah. So a couple things. Um, The positions that she mentioned, if you don't know anything about football, it doesn't actually matter. Does not matter. matter. Does not not matter. matter. Um, It basically just There are letters after their names. Yeah, it just splits the players (laughs) into groups. Is all uh-huh. that really happens. Um, so, Spencer... Those, those things actually do matter. <laughs> it does not matter to play fantasy football. You can play fantasy football by not understanding what a tight end is, because I have no I clue what a tight end disagree. is. I have no clue what a tight end is. I know a running back runs with the ball. A wide receiver catches the ball. The quarterback's obvious. Um, a tight end does something. I don't know. So, you don't... So, it's true that you don't need to know what a tight end does, like... You know, a, a deep football fan or a coach coaching an offense, right? But you do, in order to competently play fantasy football, understand the differences that those roles play so that you can understand what you can expect in terms of fantasy points 
out of uh, a player in a given position every week. And I do think, remember that we're explaining this for people who may not know right. anything about fantasy I, so football. I'm, I'm, no one's pointed out yet. All of these are offensive positions. Except <laughs> well, a single team's except defense. A single te- uh, except a defense, which represents <laughs> the entire other right. half of the football team. All right, we have to be careful not to go too deep because I agree with all those things except for the fact you don't need to know anything about the players. Spencer likes to know something about the players. And this is important because Spencer's been playing this forever and you follow the players, you follow the games. I've been playing for, I don't know, a few years. I do not follow players. I do not follow games. I have come in, I've come in the top four of my leagues five out of the last are uh, six years. So you do not have to know anything. And we'll talk about why in a second, because you. I just want people to understand, you don't have to know a lot about football to actually enjoy fantasy football. That's that's true. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Now you'll learn, you'll enjoy it more and you'll enjoy football more while playing fantasy football, but it's not a barrier of entry. If you don't know anything about football, you could still have a very successful league. They are um, they are totally different things. Knowing football and knowing fantasy football are totally right. different things. I agree. So the t- you know the what is a tight end thing? What I was getting at there isn't that you have to understand really what a tight end does in football, but you have to know the difference of a tight end or a wide receiver in fantasy football, which is a totally different question. Yeah. Um and something that usually whatever platform you're playing on is going to tell you. It'll tell mm-hmm. you we think this player is going to get about this many points. That's all a lie, by the way. We'll get to that in a second, too. But first, <laughs> Spencer. Um, I, hold on. I need to interject here. I, I do think it would be a fun exercise for someone <laughs> who has never heard of fantasy football to listen to this episode and then at the end create a fantasy football league right out. You know those videos where like a dad <laughs> writes down the instructions or follows the kid's oh, instructions no. to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> I'm following what everybody's saying here about fantasy football, and I was like, I don't think we're actually making this clear whatsoever. No, 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 we're not. Um, We never do. (laughs) I don't know why we still have listeners. (laughs) So, Spencer, in your most high-level way, and I'm almost afraid to ask this, but I'm going to throw this one to you. Um, How do you score points on a fantasy football team? My most high-level way. Yes, I just, yes. So I would say you're in an elevator. Are, you have 30 seconds. Go. Uh, hmm. I think that uh, <laughs> the way you score points in fantasy football is by making good decisions about which players you draft and start every week. The okay, I'm not do, asking you questions anymore <laughs> because that's just what, not what right. he meant is where do the points come from? <laughs> well, I was trying to say that, but Chris cut me off two sentences in. <laughs> So excuse me if I may continue. (laughs) Uh, Players who are actual football players play in actual games. And the statistics of what they do on the field determine how many points they produce in fantasy football. That's a great great summary to that, yes. I'm glad that you like it. I love this episode already. (laughs) All right. Now you can't play... You can't play (laughs) fantasy football without a league and a team. So we're going to talk about leagues for just a second. And then we're going to talk about how you um, draft teams inside of that. So to be clear, you did ask me to answer in the abstract and then got mad that it wasn't (laughs) enough. You answered with strategy. Your second answer was was perfect, though. It was perfect. I promise. 
Um, you don't, you, yeah. Um, but a league. So a league, I've seen leagues as small as eight. I think mm-hmm. most target 12. And that's, you know, so you're going to be somewhere between eight and 12, depending on who you have. Um, if you go above 12, you tend to start to try to split into multiple smaller leagues and you might have something after that. But essentially, it's a it's a multiplayer game where you want eight to 12 people. Uh, each, why? Eh, it makes it more interesting. Actually, I don't know why. I think you could play it with four people, but I don't know that it'd be all that interesting. Um, I don't know. Like, Kitty's thinking with her head. Uh, I can tell because she's... <laughs> tilting it in a certain angle. But um so what you're going to do is you're going to draft players. And that sounds intimidating. It sounds like, "Hey, let's play this new board game and here's, you know, Terraforming Mars. And we're going to no one you haven't played before. I know all of the cards. We're going to draft now." And in that situation, the person who knows all the cards is infinitely going to do better than the person who doesn't. In fantasy football, the person who knows all the players may do better than the person who doesn't, and but may not. Because the thing with fantasy football is there's a lot of tools out there that help you with that draft. Oh, yeah. They tell you what everyone else is doing. And like it's literally crowdsourced. This player is the most draft player so far. And there's, so they're going to be the number one on the list. Because everyone else <laughs> is kind of like bubbling those things up. Um. Spencer, you look shocked. The Broncos just coughed it up right on the goal line. <laughs> By the way, we record on Monday nights. Monday nights is the Spencer's last game <laughs> of the week. And sometimes these things happen. So I don't typically, to be clear, if I'm on the podcast, watch football while it's happening. But because this is an episode about fantasy <laughs> football, I felt like I would be remiss to not do so. You got to be in really the mood. I wanted to see this game. So You should switch your screens, though. Yeah. Why? So back to the so draft. No, so that you're looking at your microphone. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully I can fix it in post. He's a problem. But anyway. He's um, always a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who are listening, um, when Fletcher and Kitty and I record, we're always, our head is always pointing in the same direction. When Spencer records, he's never looking in the same direction ever. And he's never, ever looking at his microphone. It's just all over. <laughs> He has too many monitors. Yes. But let's go back to fantasy football. Um, Drafting. So what's going to happen is you need to draft, as Kitty mentioned, uh, you have multiple different slots. And you need to draft players to fill each one of those. So, again, you'll need running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks. The drafting strategy, that can vary based on how much you want to think about it, what you're going to do. But ultimately, if you don't know what you're doing... You could literally not draft. The computer will auto-draft for you. And that's mm-hmm. not the greatest way. Don't do that because you immediately are, are disengaged with what's going on because you have no attachment to these players at all at that point. But if you're drafting, it's like, oh, I need a wide receiver. Who are, who's the best wide receiver here? Uh, this person's the best wide receiver. Okay, maybe I'll take them. I that's thought we didn't draft. need to know what a wide receiver is, Chris. Um, you don't need to know what they do. You don't need yeah, to know what it means in football. Yeah. You just here's need to this, know... I need one of this kind of people. <laughs> yep. I need something with a WR next to his name. And yeah. you can draft that. Now, you can go one step further, and this is where I go, where I'm like, well, I kind of want to get players from a bunch of different teams. So if there's a bad team, then I've diversified. So there's a little bit of diversification in, in my so drafting So like you strategy. would never put 
three players from the Green Bay Packers on your team at once in case they had a disastrous loss and Aaron Rodgers only picked up like four points as your quarterback. 3.7. Yeah. Um, So he picked, (laughs) so yeah. So, so people who know 3.7 points from a quarterback, uh, typically your quarterbacks are scoring around 25 points. Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers scored 3.7. He was my quarterback. Therefore, my team didn't do well this week. And now I'm looking to trade, but we'll talk about trading in a second because that's the part that I don't really understand and hopefully Spencer can help me out with that. Um, Back to drafting. It's a snake draft. You're going to get a draft order. You're going to have a number one through 12. And when your turn is up, you draft a player. At least the most common. Yes. We are only going to be talking about the most common. There are a ton of different ways this can happen. Um, If someone says, hey, this is an auction draft or this is this draft or that draft, just they're in a bigger they're in a league that is they're paying 18xx football maybe play <laughs> yeah <laughs> play play in a, a beginner's league first yeah yeah <laughs> then try the auction i don't know if i could have handled an auction this year no i, I, I still I was can't like handle an auction no half way. a step over an auto draft <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and that's and that's fine you still have a fine team um so yeah that's the draft you're going to draft depending on your league um, I think we had 16 players in our league. Not all of them will play. Some of them you're going to have in positions. Some of them are going to be sitting on your bench. So they don't count. Even if they did amazing that week, if you don't start them in your lineup, they don't count. And that's where the game starts to kick in. So let's move on to what I'm calling the weekly cycle, which inspired me, which I was inspired by the Holderness family and their most recent fantasy football song on YouTube, which I'm going to post a link in the show notes because it's amazing. And I'll probably even tack on the song to the end of this after credits because it's so funny. I love it. Um, So Spencer, Chris, after you draft, what's the first thing you're going to do after I draft? Yep. You've drafted Uh, your team. I'm going to look at it and I'm going to regret my decisions. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> you have to rethink everything. You can never be too confident. Um, no, I mean, you, you look at um, uh, how, how you expect you're going to do over the long run. You look at what players maybe went undrafted to see if there's somebody that you um, want to pick up. That the, the biggest thing you do is get ready for week one. So you have to set your lineup. That is the first thing you're doing. So Thursday is the first game. Uh, so you need to set a lineup. Typically, you want your lineup set by Thursday. If you don't have any players playing on the Thursday, you do have some wiggle room. As long as your that position hasn't played, you can swap it out. So why people will Thursday do a lot of fiddling. The first game. I mean, I know why, but I'm asking you. Um, because they wanted to make money in prime time on Thursday. Uh, so the uh, the NFL has everything divided into weeks. Because it's not like, you know, the NBA, it's not like baseball or uh, a lot of sports where you have series of games and a team wins a series and then they move on somewhere else. You have a whole big record. It's every every team plays one game per week with the exception of the bye week. Everybody gets a, like a, a week off. Um, and so every game is a part of one specific week. That default week was, it used to just be Sunday. At the beginning, all football was on Sunday, but because they want to make money, they spread it all out. So now there's football more nights of the week than not. Yeah. And it used to be one game on Thursday. Now there's two. There used to be two games on Thanksgiving. Now there's three. 
you know someone is a football fan if they think the first day of the week is Thursday. <laughs> that is that makes sense. So yeah, but if you have your so you set your lineup by Thursday and you're normally fairly good except for Friday, um injury report injury reports come out. And that's one of the things that you don't want to see on your fantasy team. Someone is not going to play on Sunday. So then you start swapping people in your lineup. You have people on your bench. Um, you're going to pull them off. And you're like, I'm going to put in my third tier wide receiver because my first tier wide receiver is injured. Uh, last year, it was a lot of COVID injuries. Like everyone was playing their bench because everyone was getting COVID left and right. Um, Saturday, you again, more tweaking. As long as your player hasn't played on Thursday, you can still swap them out. And then <laughs> Sunday comes. And then you just watch football all day long. <laughs> What? My chair squeaked. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't sound like a chair like they do. That's that's fair. Um but yes. Spencer's so, making faces at me. So Sunday, and this is the thing that I like about fantasy football, is I actually care about what's on TV on Sundays if I'm playing fantasy football. Kitty, how has you watching the game? This is your first week where it mattered. How has it changed the way you watch football? Um, it was, I don't know, it was interesting because I care about the Bears. I have lived with Spencer long enough that I could not, not be a Bears fan. So I've always enjoyed watching the Bears game. But as I was watching the Bears game, I was having a lot of fun watching points roll in and seeing like the projections. So, you know, the, we play on the NFL app and it tells you, in real time, like, oh, now this person's going to get more points or this person's going to get less points because so much game has been played and just watching the numbers change and not being able to do anything about it is fun. And occasionally <laughs> something would happen on my team where I'd be like, what is happening in this other game? Like, there were points where, like, I switched over to watching the Steelers play because I have the Steelers defense and they just kept getting points which isn't normal for a defense. <laughs> Defenses, the way it works is you normally start with 10 points and you can lose them as the other team scores against them, right? Spencer's laughing because I'm saying yeah, this like, I'm I know. I'm laughing because it's one week into her first fantasy football season. She's like, this is totally abnormal. <laughs> How many times have you seen a defense score 24 points? It's abnormal. It's abnormal. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah. So as I'm sitting there, you know, because I was talking about like, oh, well, you know, my defense and Spencer's like, don't worry about your defense. They don't score you points. And I'm looking at my points go up on my defense. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> so I hopped on over there to see they had it was like six interceptions. They had a pick six. That means the defense, which doesn't normally score scored and they were just it was a wild game and the Bengals were having a rough time this conversation so, was happening over text message because i was at a bar with a friend watching the bears game just the bears game and kitty's texting about all of these different football games <laughs> going on across the league i was like who are you yeah. this is what fantasy football does to a woman yeah. Um, well, you've been doing this, though, for so long. Normally, when you're at home and you have the remote, you will, when there's a commercial break, hop between games. because Unless it's the Bears game. Yeah. It depends on what's going on on your team and other games. Mm. You have occasionally hopped games, but whatever. Doesn't matter. So, yeah. And then 
after the Bears game was over, normally I would have turned off the TV. But instead, I put on uh, the Chiefs game because I had a player and I was like curious to see what my player would do and what would happen. And it was very frustrating because my children distracted me for like five minutes and somehow my player scored two, uh, ran in two touchdowns during that time and um, didn't play for the rest of the game. That happens a lot. But, yeah. but you still, still got the points. I still got the points, but so, I didn't like, get to you, see You weren't it. paying attention, so you don't get the points. <laughs> <laughs> so two things to point out here. One, it makes watching football more interesting because you are looking mm-hmm. for your player. And you can watch just about any game. If you have, you'll either have a player on your team or you'll be playing against someone mm-hmm. that, you know, the other person has a player on one of the teams there. So almost every game matters. And it's fun to watch a game when the, your sole goal, especially if you don't know about football. That's actually why I started playing fantasy football. It's because I wanted to know more about football. And if you just have to focus on one player, I have a wide receiver in this game. Actually, I literally have a wide receiver in the Seahawks-Denver game going on right now. I'm just watching that player. And now I'm learning what a wide receiver does and how a wide receiver gets points on my fantasy team, but also how that's affecting the actual game. So I'm learning about football while just trying to have that one person do what I want them to do. And I now know a whole lot more about football. I can watch football and be like, I know what's going on and I can enjoy the game for the game's sake. I still like having players on that I care about. Otherwise, you know, it's just a typical game. Um, But I'm pretty sure that's why fantasy football exists. Because if you think about it, the, like the the whole reason that it's able to to happen mechanically, right, is because there's a stream of data and officiating that comes out about how many yards and who did what and all this stuff in real time. That is that there's quite a lot that goes into making that happen, and uh, I I think that it was a smart move on the part of the NFL to lean into this and foster it uh, because it gets more people into football and more people end up watching football. Yeah. And people and who fantasy- might have watched one game end up watching four games. Right. And yeah. you, you just get more eyeballs on your games. Yeah. Which makes but it's still money. fun. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's still fun to do. Um, but yeah, I agree with you and all that. Now, what if I don't want to watch games? I don't like football. I don't want to see football. So no, I don't want to be involved. That's actually fine. More often than mm-hmm. not, I manage a week by week based on solely the numbers that pop up. Again, every league app you have will have like statistics will say hey this person's more likely to do this or that or this person's injured and then injured and you can read the reports like they're going to be out for four games all of these things exist so that you can actually manage your team without ever watching a game now you're not gonna have the context but you're gonna do all right as long as you check in and say oh i need to adjust my lineup because this person's not going to be playing so i need to put someone else in that spot Mm -hmm. and in that way it's just like any other, you know, board game. Hey, my, you know, the cleric's down. Okay, well, let's go hire a healer from the tavern or buy more healing potions or whatever the we case is. We need to buy some healing potions. We don't <laughs> exactly. have a wizard on our uh, group, so we need to go Pick to one up somebody. off the waiver wire. Yeah. Exactly. Um, speaking of the waiver wire. <laughs> That'd be a good tavern name in D&D. <laughs> yes, the waiver wire. I need wire. somebody to explain the waiver wire yes. to me. So I'm going to ask Spencer two questions that I actually don't know the answer to. Um, and that's one of them. But I want to get all the other basics out of the way. Because once we start talking about trading and waivers, it becomes a little trickier. 
Um, I think waivers are a little bit easier than trades personally, but it could go the other way. But we'll cover that in a second. First, I want to talk about Sunday happens, then Monday. Monday is tonight in our in our current timeline. Um, that's the last game of the week. And then you're going to find out how you did tomorrow, essentially. I mean, you, a lot of people already know because if you don't you have any players, know. you already know. But you're going to get essentially a summary. And then you're in your kind of midweek management. This is where trades are going to happen. This is where waiver, and I don't even know what why the name waiver is there. So that's my first question to you, Spencer. Um, all that stuff's going to happen. It's the management between. It's the things that annoys you about the people playing fantasy football if you're not playing fantasy football. Is they're constantly checking different stats and you know conditions <laughs> of players and all of this stuff um, until you know what's going on. It's just it's you're annoyed by it. First, though, I do want to talk about winning and losing, not only games, but the leagues as well. So, in a particular season of fantasy football, you're going to play for a certain number of weeks. It's less than the season of football itself. I think that makes sense, although I probably could have worded it better. Um, So, the regular season is 17 games now? Yes. So, 17 weeks of football. Every team is going to play 16 games. They get one week off. It's typically all in the middle between, you know, the first four weeks I think everyone plays and the last four weeks everyone plays, or it might be the first three, last three. Um, But in any case, every team gets one week off. If you're playing fantasy football, though, you can't play your finals when the rest of the league, when the actual league is playing their finals, because not all the teams are playing there. So if it's a uh, 17-week league, you will probably play 14 games. That gives you three weeks to do your your finals. You have finals, semifinals, and the finals, which is the last three weeks of the season. Um, probably won't do that either. What, what? So mo- most fantasy football leagues do not go through, even, even with the playoffs, do not go through the end of regular season. Because in the actual NFL, uh, in the last week of the regular season, a lot of the teams that are already have already secured their playoff spot and really have nothing to play for will bench their starting players because they don't want to risk them getting injured, which is going to throw yep. off your fantasy football league. If your great players aren't going to be playing. So yep. Typically that last week is like a null week and e- even the championship is over in fantasy yep. football. right now. So, but the idea is essentially you're trying to get in as you play, you're trying to win games and you're trying to get a record that gets you into the playoff cutoffs. Um, you know, whether that's top eight, top six, top four, whatever it happens to be. Uh, and then you're going to play uh, a single elimination each week. You are going to play against one other team. If you win, you advance. If you don't, you don't. And then the last person who's remaining wins the league. And at that point, it's completely up to what the leagues decide is what you win or lose. Um, if you're in a cash league, which I'm not promoting because it's illegal in most places, um, then you win your money or cash or whatever it is. Uh, but typically, and this is what Spencer's League does, it's the losing team that you really don't want to have to. Uh, you don't want to. You want to. You want to be the loser, Spencer. What happens when you lose in your league? That's actually changing this year. Uh, but for the last ten years, if you the uh, um, it, it's all guys in the league, and the the loser of the league has to wear a dress out in public to present the trophy to the winner of the. league. But this didn't happen for the last two years because it was... Because of COVID stuff. Because COVID stuff. Yeah. 
So now, is there going to be a new thing that happens? Yeah, or- we, uh, we're actually still debating what the new thing is going <laughs> to be. <laughs> I liked the... So the song that will be at the end of this episode, um, assuming I can find a way to put it there, or the link in the show notes, um, is apparently their loser has to spend 24 hours at a Waffle House, but you can take off an hour by eating a waffle. And so then if you eat 24 waffles, you can just leave, but you can't really do that. So yeah, so it's just silly things like that. Something that Mm -hmm. says, hey, you don't want to be in the bottom. Um, Really, it's just a way to say, everyone pay attention to your to your team because the person who least pays attention to their team is going to lose. I've heard uh, of people that had to get tattoos because they lost. <laughs> That's um, hardcore. Uh, one of the ideas in our league that we're floating is uh, when we get together for the trophy ceremony uh, for the champion, that the loser has to pay the bar tab for everybody. That's a good one. Yep. If you've never watched the TV show, the league, that is about as realistic of a fantasy football sitcom as I've ever seen. It's so, so good. It gets more and more ridiculous as the it does get ridiculous. Go on, but it starts pretty <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Uh, one of the ideas in our league this year is that the loser has to start a signature campaign to change the state bird to a bear. <laughs> uh, which I was like, that's not a good punishment because I'll just do that. Yeah. That's <laughs> that just like you, fun. though. <laughs> All right. The I love point it. Is you have to be creative. Yes. And that's and that's what we really get out here. Fantasy football is for the fun of it. It's really just kind of fun. And you put some stakes on the line and it makes it more interesting because, you know, all the games are more interesting. Um, our TGT League does not have any official stakes yet, but the season's just beginning. So join our Discord. If you have ideas, throw them out there and uh, maybe we'll add them as we go. All right, let's talk about the most complicated piece of fantasy football. Changing your team makeup. This can be done in two ways, as I understand it. You can trade with other teams, or you can pick up people that aren't on any teams. Spencer, let's start with the waiver wire, because I think that's the easier one to think about. Well, maybe. um, That ignores free agents who are not on the waiver wire. Oh, boy. So I asked (laughs) earlier about uh, why is it called the waiver wire. And the waiver wire is an actual thing in real football. So when a team uh, you know, signs players onto the team, they have a roster that they can only have, I think it's 52 men on the roster. But you can also sign players to the practice squad. And uh, when teams are managing their, uh, their roster especially in the offseason going up into the regular season, they can uh, move or waive a player from their uh, active roster down to the practice squad. Now, that's not great for players who want to be playing football. They typically get paid more. It's better for their career because they have a chance to showcase themselves. So uh, there is a process called the waiver wire where a team that is putting a player down under their practice squad Every team in the league who wants, who would rather have that player be on their active roster has the ability to claim that player. And the waiver wire in fantasy football follows that same model. So uh, 
the the difference here in fantasy football is there's no like moving someone down to the the practice squad. It's just statistically the most valuable players who aren't on a team, the ones who are most uh, um, appealing to pick up, get put on waivers. They have a W next to them in the um, uh, the, the list that you go on the website or the, in the app and and see. And uh, there's a a process to see who gets to claim that person off waivers. It's not just first come first serve. Uh, typically what that means is the person with the, um, lowest, uh, record, uh, who has the weakest team right now is the person who gets priority picking them up. And depending on your league rules, there's also like a budget standpoint where you can bid and spend money throughout the year to pick players off of. Does that make sense? So it's a catch up mechanic. Uh, sort of. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So in, in summary, It's it's not just a catch up mechanic. It's also making sure that it's not just a race. So that there's right, like, you get a day or two. You don't have to yeah. sit there. Everybody and, can put in yeah. a claim, and you like put a right. priority order, and then you will get who you want. Yeah. So, and this is a way, like if you do have an injured player or a player that's just not performing or whatever, and you want to get rid of that player, you can well, you pick up someone back. to replace them. Yeah, I have a few that I'm going to deal with in a minute. But anyway, um, all right. So that's waivers, and then free agents. You can just. Do you claim them immediately? Is are free agents mm-hmm. a, a free agent is is instant. You like as soon as you go in and, and click and say add to my roster. Usually you have to drop somebody depending on you get them right away. They're instantly on your team. All right, all right. Now the last one, and I've never accepted one of these, is the trade. And in my experience, trades are like negotiation. Hey, I'll give you two sheep for that brick over there. Now normally that's fine. If everyone's doing it in their own best interest, but where trades can become problematic is when, hey, Spencer, I really don't want Kitty to lose. So I'm going to give you five sheep for that one brick. What do you think? And when you do that in fantasy football, you can get slapped like the league, like the players can say, no, we veto this trade. So as I understand, like I've not accepted a trade, but I see all the times like so-and-so is proposing a trade for such and such. Do you agree or disagree that this is a fair trade or something? Um, So you can veto. And as long as both sides accept and nobody's really vetoed or depends on the league rules, um, the trade happens. What am I missing? Uh, I think you more or less have it. Um, the ability to vote down the trade or veto the trade, I, I think that varies by league of like one person can veto or a certain number of people need to, to protest. But that's exactly it. It's there so that you can't, you know, take a dive in order to mess somebody else up. Um, yeah, that covers that. Michael, Michael is in awe that I compared it. It's not Monopoly. I compared it with Catan, but Catan is Monopoly. So, um, yes. Oh, that. I guess one more thing on that same <laughs> on that on that same line of, of topic that you you can't just take a dive to stack somebody else up. Uh, there are occasionally players who are so valuable they are tagged as undroppable. So you can't draft this player and then just cut them from your team uh, and then tell somebody, "Hey, I'm about to cut this person," so that they can grab them right away as a free agent. Uh, you, it, it just doesn't even let you do it. And then you have to go to the commissioner if you want to do that because they got suspended or fixed the. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's fantasy football. Uh, again, you don't have to watch football to play fantasy football. You may be compelled to watch football if you play fantasy football. But in general, it's just a stats game. It's a stats game that plays out over time. There's random events happening on a football field that determine how many points you get. And each week you're going to play against a different person 
in your league and you can you can have a thousand points. Well, a typical score is probably going to range from 80 to 150 points, but you can have 200 points every week. It doesn't matter if the other person has 201 points. And mm-hmm. so that matchups also matters. You, you start to be concerned with not just who's on your team, but who's on their team. Um, you start to get concerned with like, okay, who's playing what? There's a lot of different things that you will learn to take into consideration as you play, but none of those things you need to do up front. If you just look at your team each week, you will do fine. You will finish in the middle. You will not finish on the bottom, typically. Um, but Kitty, this is your first week. Are you hooked yeah. forever? You want to be in another league now already? I mean, I am having fun. I'm excited about the upcoming weeks. Um, I think this is something that always happens with games where I feel better about continuing to play because I won and I beat Spencer <laughs> and I feel great about it. And I'm so excited. Um, yeah. And it was, it's especially fun because I feel like in some ways too, I like beat the computer because this is one of those things where I didn't even know this was existed. But of course, Chris knows the computer will grade you on how well you drafted. And here's how I drafted was about I don't know, a couple hours before the draft. I Googled fantasy football cheat sheet or something along those lines. And there are tons of them out there. And I tried to look at whenever my turn came up, um, who was on my cheat sheet? Who did I recognize? And like, who had everyone else been avoiding for a couple picks, even though they were sitting at the top of the list for a while? And that was about it. And um, so there are these grades that the computer overlords will tell you. You won the draft. You lost the draft. We're projecting this player's going to win. This player's going to lose. Um, so Chris, of course, won our draft. And I lost, according to... <laughs> The internet. The, well, um, the, yeah, the league ranking system immediately after the draft, which is mm-hmm. BS. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I um, have more points than Chris because Aaron Rodgers um, did bad and my team did good. And um, everyone on my team performed a little bit better than the computer thought they would. And that felt good. It felt good that I felt like I was beating the computer. I beat the system. I felt now, like the I underdog say, coming in, like Rocky Balboa. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm week, in so yeah. week one, and she's Rocky Balboa. I know, right? <laughs> this is what um, this does to did you, Did I right? say, that, uh, did I mention this is huge beginner's luck, and I do not expect it to last, and it was really fun for that week, and I do not think it will continue. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it will, though. But it feels good. Yeah. So, yeah, so I... I drafted first place according to NFL rankings. I got first place in RTGT draft and I got second place in my other draft and I've lost both games this week. So <laughs> um, all I'm saying there is you never know. Um, it could go anywhere. Fantasy football is a cruel, cruel game. And yeah, those dice can just roll against you badly. They can. Sometimes they're out there squeegeeing the football field before the game and you're concerned as you watch your players that some of them might drown in the field at Chicago because Soldier Field was like 
two inches deep in water for most of that game. I kept trying to wipe my glasses because all of the lenses had water drops on them. So I kept feeling like my glasses were dirty. So yeah, that was, that was a pretty crazy weather game. Um, and my only, uh, player on the bears scored zero points and I'm mad at him because the Bears still won. Yeah. But it was a weird one. All right. Now to switch it back to board games for just a second. Mm -hmm. Um, there are no board games based on fantasy football that I know of. And I wonder why not a little bit. Um, because it's hard. I think what it is is it's hard to capture the way that fantasy football works, right? You'd have to draft mm-hmm. players. You need to have the draft in there in order to be feel right. Um, you have to have players that can come up at any given point. Uh, I guess you're still be... Like, you could roll on the individual players, but there's no games to play, right? So it just, it loses a little bit of its, uh, there's something that misses it, misses from it if you just handle the way you score points. Um, So Spencer had an idea, and it's funny because um, you've already mentioned it, Catan, if you set up a board kind of like Catan. Spencer, do you want to jump in here? Because this was your brainchild yeah we we were we were talking about this actually when we went out for kitty's birthday that i was saying i think i, I think i could make a fantasy football board game it would not sell this is <laughs> and that's why there is no such game because there's no market for this whatsoever uh however i realized that like you wouldn't have to tweak the mechanics of Catan very much to make a fantasy football game so if you think of the tiles of fantasy football or the the tiles in uh, Catan being like the different types of land as different positions, and then the numbers get randomly distributed on them. Then the you know uh, a high number on a tile that's like a very good quarterback or a mediocre running back or whatever that is, and then that's your draft board, and you would just go from there. People, would, you would you would you, draft different so positions like- by putting down claim tiles or something like that, and then the gameplay would involve just rolling the dice and seeing i don't know there'd be like x number of die rolls and you'd say like these following ones scored or something like that yeah so my father-in-law plays a game for it's not fantasy baseball although i think he would enjoy fantasy baseball more than this game um it's abba i think aba or abba or something like that essentially every year this company releases cards just you know, it's really just stats on a card with a player name on top based on the previous season. And when you play, you are going to, you make your team and then you actually play out the games against your opponent and you're rolling two six-sided dice. And depending on the way they come up, there's this really complicated lookup table for how these things come up. Um, It'll show you what happens. So you might hit a base run or you might get a, you know, uh, fly out or something like that. Something's going to happen. And you actually play through a full game with these players. Now, it's not fantasy because you actually have a team. It's not like fantasy football because you actually have a team that that team's all playing together. But it's interesting that it's based off of the last season's statistics. A- um, APA, A-P-B-A. Thanks, Rich. Um, and that type of thing could potentially have play into like a fantasy football thing where it's like I'm drafting players but I'm drafting yeah, real so players from last you season shuffled the players together and drafted like that instead of being handed a team 
Right. You know, and so if they're playing against, and that's the thing where it's like, well, our fantasy teams are never all playing together. Like that never happens. But maybe that'd be interesting in a board game way of saying, okay, they're going to play each other. And my fantasy team is playing against your fantasy team if they get injured. Because a lot of the same elements would still apply. Mm-hmm. You're still seeing who can score and all of those things. Um, so I don't know. I think it might be interesting to see if they have something like that. Um, I like fantasy football and I like uh, tabletop games and I don't think I'd play any of those games. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, well, it, it, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't see a place where the, the mechanic and the gameplay comes together in a way that sounds fun and the gameplay actually matches more or less what the theme is, yeah. which is an important thing for me when I'm approaching a game. I, I don't like games where it's got this theme and then the, the mechanics and the rules have nothing to do or match with the uh, the theatrics or the the storytelling, the narrative. of the- One of the games that I got, so I do not like soccer or for the rest of the world football. I find it to be a tedious sport to watch. It's, I just don't like it. Um and like most Americans are in that camp, I think. Uh, you can tell by the fact that there's no professional soccer leagues that are ever on TV, as far as I know. Um, it's not on any prime networks. But there is a game coming out from Portal Games called Eleven, and it is a soccer front franchise manager. That looks super interesting. John says I'm wrong, but I still have never seen a professional soccer game in the U.S. Um, but I'm Chicago interested. Has a team. I, well, I know. I've actually seen the Chicago team in person uh, because I'll go to watch any sport game in person. There's other reasons to go to a live sports game. <laughs> um, but I'm actually interested in this game because even though I'm not super interested in soccer, I think the game itself is an interesting way of getting more into the sport. One of the things that I find about myself is when I don't like something for reasons I don't know, like, why don't I like soccer? Because I don't really understand what's going on. And I don't care to because a score of 1-0 is not interesting to me. And it's even less interesting when it's 0-0 and then the game ends in five people kicking a ball. Why didn't you just start that way? Hockey's the same way with me. U.S. loves hockey, but it's the same thing. Any game that ends in a shootout, just start with the shootout and end the game early. Um, because it's... Yeah. But that's my feeling on those particular sports. But I still would play... Have you play... watched Ted Lasso? Yeah. Because Ted lo- Lasso made me feel like I should care about that sport on, that is confusing and me. I, and I love Ted Lasso. I don't like baseball, but I love every baseball movie. Like, you can make <laughs> them interesting if you make them a backdrop. But if it's the one thing I have to pay attention to, it's it's tough. But I Do you think know the where games... the term soccer comes from? Uh, no. So, um, s- soccer was actually short for association football and rugby is short for rugby football and american football was derived from rugby and uh association football never really caught on here so gridiron was the uh variation on rugby football american gridiron football and because it was the only football we were playing here we just started saying football and uh yeah, I, th- I think it was the uh, – if, if anyone gives you gripe about this, about Americans saying soccer instead of football, it's actually the fault of the British. We, we, <laughs> Most we things got, are. We got our terminology there, and then they cleaned it up afterwards, but that, you know, that's what they were doing. <laughs> well, I 
accidentally learned something. I actually learned a few things. And I'm looking forward. To, uh, when Eleven comes out, I'm I'm looking forward to playing it and seeing how it plays out. It is an economic Euro game, so it'll probably be fine. It just has a soccer theme behind it. But I'm very curious to see how that plays out. And if someone did come out with a fantasy football game that was actually a fantasy football game, and yeah, I might back a Kickstarter of one, but not a not a print and play. Um, I would back it. I would check it out. I'd see. Could be fun. It'd have to play faster than actual fantasy football, though. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think it could take 17 weeks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, I think we've talked everything that we're ever going to talk about fantasy football is as a subject on this podcast feed. We will keep people updated to our fantasy football uh, stats as we're going through the season, though. But we'll keep that to the banter and we'll keep it short. And like Chris said, you know, we have a whole Discord channel on it. And he said that it's you know, it's locked. You can't be in it, but you can if you're interested in what's going on. You just have to ask to be a part of it. Uh, if you yes. want to be part of the banter, you are welcome to join that channel. We're just keeping it off the main channel because we thought everyone else would be sick of us. Yes. <laughs> and look, I, I actually, I, 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 before we before we move on or, or close up, I don't think we've talked about the most important thing about fantasy football, oh. which is why anyone actually plays fantasy football. We talked about it a little bit that, uh, oh, well, fantasy football, you get more into football when you watch fantasy football, but who cares? Why do you want to be more into football? The the, the reason, uh, in, in my experience, that people play fantasy football is it gives you a a mechanism to connect with other people that you know on some sort of current event and, and, and talk about what's going on there. Everybody, you, almost no one plays fantasy football with like random strangers that you draft with online that you've have no connection to. You, 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 you play with people from work. You play with friends. You play with members of a community like we're doing here where you're connecting with each other. And then when something happens, like there's a game on Thursday night or Sunday night or Monday night, uh, instead of just being bored and being alone and being disconnected, now you can go on to Discord and smack talk with other people on the podcast mm-hmm. about how something <laughs> happened that didn't have any meaning to you before. So it actually generates social meaning out of what is essentially a seems like a silly enterprise if you're the kind of person, as Chris put it, who talks about sports ball. That's deep, and I completely agree with you. <laughs> I would think it's kind of like March Madness stretched out over 17 weeks. Because you don't have to care about basketball, but everyone has a March Madness, you know, bracket they fill out. But it's it's just a longer. But I, I 100% agree. I have would have no interest in playing in a fantasy football league if it wasn't for the fact that I was connected with the people in the league in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, it actually reminds me of the feeling I get from being part of this podcast where like, it's a reason to talk to people that I like to talk with. You know, if I didn't have this, you know, podcast, I wouldn't hang out with you and Fletcher every week. And if I didn't have fantasy football, I wouldn't have been chatting with Christy, you know, last night. You've been in the Discord a lot more. Yeah, (laughs) I have been in the Discord a lot more. I set up notifications for the Fantasy Football channel because I was worried I might miss something that like would actually be important. But now I'm just enjoying the smack talk. Yeah. Football is family. The NFL is right. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, Getty mentions something that I actually, one of the reasons why I like football more than any other sport, it's mm-hmm. the number of games, right? You can actually watch every single football game that is played. I can't think of any other sport that that's true in. Um, there might be other ones that are, but with football, if I want to watch all the games, I can. There's 16 games max in any given week. Um, but it, it's trackable, right? You can you can mm-hmm. actually wrap your head around it all. Now, unless you, you typically won't watch them all because they play three at a time on Sunday, so you're going to pick one of the three. But you could. Um, and I think Especially that's a really cool thing. Zone. Yeah, if you get the red zone, which just showing you the highlights, uh, which is, you know, it's a way to kind of catch up on everything. Uh, The NFL app, I know that, Spencer, you were dissing it, but I love it because I can actually watch all my games inside the app. And I can get highlights for all the scoring plays inside the app as well for all the players. And it's, it's improved. It's been a couple of years since I played with it, and it, it's a better experience than, than I remember. Yeah. So it's it's neat to have that, right? And and it's just all in your pocket. It's one of those games that you can just kind of open up, play a little bit. Um, and if I say, quote, unquote, play a little bit, you're doing some research and maybe swap a, a lineup or something like that. But it's just fun. And it's fun to attach to people. All right. Now, those were very good add-ons. But Kitty, why don't you take us out? Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. You can be part of our live recordings Monday nights at 8.30 Central. Join our Discord to join, continue the conversation. It is also where you can join us and other listeners in a constant stream of online games on Board Game Arena. The show notes have links you need, and you can always go to tabletopgametalk.com for more information and to search our growing archive of episodes. Finally, I will remember um, that hosting fees and giveaways. I was I was off doing my own thing, and I'm like, oh wait, I put my name down for this. You have to read <laughs> this. <laughs> Thanks, sponsors: Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, The Gift of Games, Sahara Wentworth, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Danita Hersey, Kim uh, Kim John Rod, um, Jim Conrad. <laughs> Lightning Steve, Gary Bunker, Peter Fleming, Andrew Fayish, John Williams, Sir Sully, Matthew Joke, Jimothy, Paul Romer, Nicholas Lotz, Weatherman Keefe, Joe Punman, Leanne Verholz, Stephen Judd, Marina Stevens, Ben Gary, Sean Peck, Michael Yanikowski, Jeremy Fisher, Christopher Dong, Terrence Miltner, Richard Yassi, Token Fan Forever, Michael Finley, Stephen Falcon, Fal- sorry, um, Joe Romero, David Radke, Brian Arnold, Courtney Falk, uh, Ryan Elliott, Elliot, sorry, Nancy, these are all blurring together. Fletcher, I'm sorry. Uh, Darren <laughs> McClellan, <laughs> David Carter, Tony Simpkins, Jesse Wheeler, Charles Pearson, Agnes Doth, Ron Nelson, Aaron Moore, Don Gilstrap, Glenn Cotter, Eric Sinlander, Adrian Dong, again? Did we say? No, that's Christopher Dong. Um, <laughs> Eric Hoffman, J- Jason Rodney, Justin Willard, Jerry Hung, Jerry Wrong, <laughs> Sean P. Kelly, Christy Keel, Monica... Witchman and Michael27. Thank you to everyone who tolerates us reading your name every week. Your support means the world to us. If you would like to become a patron, please check out the links in the show notes and tell next week. Keep playing games and having fun. All right, my goal here is to have a song play right about now. 
I wake up this morning and I've got a giant grin Summertime is over, it's that time of year again I know sometimes I'm grumpy and I know sometimes I pout But now I'm getting back to what I really care about It's something that I look forward to every single day It's something that I'm sad about, the time it goes away It's something that has been inside my life for 20 years And my heart is flowing in fears Yes, it's you Yeah, first there was this draft and I walked over to a friend's I came home just a little tipsy, it was 2am And I woke you up because I wanted to make you aware Of all my late round steals because I'm sure you really care It's amazing, I'm president of my own football team They have no clue that I exist cause it's a fake team I drafted Kyle Pitts, this amazing tight end Because he's on my team I will my friend and I will live and die with every single play he makes and I will even yell at him if he makes a mistake and yes again I am aware that my whole team is fake but if I win I get a trophy there's so much at stake Red fantasy football it's today fantasy football and it's every day remember this football splendor will keep me busy every day from now until December Standings release, look at that I'll see where I'm ranked and I'll look at my stats Wednesday, waiver wire engagement Super important, I need a free agent Thursday, there is one crappy game But I have to watch cause my kicker is playing Friday, injury reports are out If my guy is hurt then my win is in doubt Saturday, I need to tinker my lineup If I get it right in the standings I'll climb up And Sunday, I will start watching it one And then wait past eleven, the last game is done Monday, it's the last game of the week And I'm really beyond and my lineup is bleak But I could win if Giovanni Bernard Had seven touchdowns and a six hundred there's no fantasy football Oh wait, no fantasy football I lost again, I barely win Fantasy football, yeah! Yeah, fantasy football's a blast Just make sure you don't finish last Because the last place punishments suck in some leagues, you actually get stuck. Had a waffle out for 24 hours. But you eat a waffle and it subtracts an hour. So if you eat 10 waffles, you can leave in 14 hours. But if you eat 10 waffles, you are gonna need a shower or an ambulance or at least a clean toilet. Yeah.